Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. When God gave us children, he not only raised our title to a new gift called mom or mama or hey mom, depending on where you are in motherhood right now. I've heard that at some point it might become bra, but I'm really not sure about that. I'm not sure if I'm going to accept that in my home or not, but I believe he also called us to a new standing of a leader when he gave us the gift of children, because when we are raising children, we are not simply raising children, but we are raising disciples to go into the, their generation, into the next generation as leaders. And what a gift it is for us to be leaders of these disciples that God has placed under our training, under our care in our home. And I'm so glad to have with me today, one of my very best friends, my sister is here with me today. Her name is Megan Lawrence, and she has been married for three years and has the most precious little boy. His name is Silas, and he is two and such a wonderful gift. And mothering alongside her has just been such a privilege and is so much fun. We were friends before we had kids, and she was like the best aunt to all of my kids. But now getting to mom alongside each other and just go through this journey and laugh and cry through the joys and the trials is just such a blessing. So I'm so glad to bring Megan back to you today. We talked a long time ago on a conversation about the gifts of a strong-willed child, and I will link that one in the show notes below. Uh, We both uh, are in different ways. We're strong-willed children, and I would say are pretty determined adults. So Megan has an awesome situation where she is able to work from her home. One of the good things COVID did for us, right? And is able to be home with her Silas and work for wild leaders, which stands for whole and intentional leadership development. So she is the perfect person to be with us to talk about how we lead as moms in our homes. So Megan, thank you so much for being here with me today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Excited to talk about this. Yeah. So let's just start off with basic definition. What does it mean to be called to lead? So I think that in different ways, in different seasons of our lives, God calls us to lead. Um, Specifically as moms, I feel like God very specifically calls us to lead in our homes, um, to lead our children well, to lead the way we run certain things in our homes, um, that a lot of household things fall, um, to moms to lead well, to set up that culture, to set up, um, the way things go in the home. So Mm -hmm. I think that, um, I think that God calls all of us to lead in different ways. We're not always leading. We're not always in a place of leading. And I think even if he has called you to lead, it doesn't mean you're always responding to that. Um, but I do think that we are called to lead and, Um, one of the ways that my boss, um, Dr. McKenna, one of the ways he describes leading at times is, um, relating it back to the game of follow the leader as kids. Nobody had to give the rules to that. Kids just figure it out. (laughs) One person goes first and the other ones follow. And so that's our definition of leadership. A lot of the time is that leading is going first. 
So it could Mm. be going first in a lot of different ways. Um, Maybe you're the first one to uh, try to bring in some new things to your household that would be good, that would be loving, that would be important for your children. Um, Maybe it's a generational difference. Maybe you're stepping out into doing something different for your family than what you've seen done before. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, leading, I think that God calls us to lead in our homes very specifically. Yeah. It makes me think what you were just saying makes me think of that verse in Luke. It's in Luke 640 that talks about a student not being better than his teacher, but when the student has fully learned all that he has been taught, then he will be like his teacher. So it's not because the teacher says you're going to be like me, but just because when you are leading somebody, when you are teaching them, when you are training them, that they end up reflecting who that teacher is. And yeah, goodness, how many times have I heard my mother's voice, you know, sweet mom come right out of my mouth when I say something, you know, Hey, don't be ugly. Like I sound just like mom, (laughs) the words are the same. And so even though I think oftentimes we would say it's mothering, it's training. I would think all of those words. So when I'm training my children, when I'm teaching them, when I'm serving them, We talk about Jesus being like the best example of a servant leader because he served so faithfully, but Mm -hmm. no one could say that, oh, he wasn't leading because he was serving. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that when I was reading Proverbs 31 the other day, all of the Mm -hmm. different areas in which the woman served and how essentially she was serving and leading in each of those different capacities. And it looked different because sometimes it was out of the home. Sometimes it was in the home Mm -hmm. with children, with servants, with the poor, but she was leading in those different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think too, and I love the section in Titus two, when it talks about the young woman in her home Uh and says um, to love her husband and to love their children, to be self-controlled, pure workers at home. Um, and kind, like there's all these things that I think are so important in the way that we show up. And I think that, um, I think that it's really, it can be easy to be really passive in how you do the work at home rather than taking initiative and leading in the things that you're doing at home. Yeah. And I'm going to come back to that passage again in a little bit. Cause I was thinking on that as well. I think that's a really mm-hmm. important one for a couple of reasons. So I will visit yeah. that again in a bit. I do want to talk though, for a minute as we're kicking off about the difference between the husband being the head of the household and mm-hmm. the wife being the a leader still, because yeah. I can lead without being outside of that boundary yeah. of my husband being the head of our household still. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think there's a lot of places that we see that in scripture. Um, but also just from like a really practical point is that you and your husband are both leading your children together. There's a lot of places where it talks about children, obey your parents in the Lord, Mm -hmm. um, honor your father and mother that it's not like honor your father and your mom's hanging out and doing some other things, (laughs) you know? Um, but like, clearly if children are supposed to honor and obey those things, mom is definitely leading Mm -hmm. alongside husband and dad Mm -hmm. in those situations. Um, and even if you look back in Genesis, uh, when it talks about God creating male and female and that they were supposed to fill the earth and that they were to subdue it, they were to rule Mm -hmm. over it together. And so it wasn't this, you know, yes, 
man um, is head of household and wives are supposed to submit to their husbands as husbands love their wives. But that doesn't mean that anywhere that it says that one is better than the other or that one mm-hmm. is in charge of children more than the other or mm-hmm. children only obey this one, not that, you know, it's all, it's really clear that that husbands and wives as moms and dads are supposed to both lead strong in their homes and with their children. Right. And I think we saw that modeled so well in our home that Mm -hmm. dad was very clearly the head of our household. Mm -hmm. There was no question about that. And mom and dad really carried those roles so well of mom respecting dad and dad loving mom well. And mom led because dad was working a lot. And so mom was the one who a lot of times made the choices during the day. And She was the one who was teaching us and she was the one who was doing our, most of our Bible times with us and going over Mm -hmm. Bible verses and all of those things. That was mom. That was, and she was the one who did bedtime. Goodness. How many, how many bedtime conversations were leading us in different areas that our hearts needed to be led, you know, as she was sitting by our bedside, but it hadn't, it never was because she was claiming this role as the woman in some way that it was demeaning to dad in any way. Yeah. More than something else or anything like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. With that too, how do you see that this plays out with different strengths or different personality types Mm -hmm. that I know there's people who might say, oh, well, you're a really natural leader and Mm -hmm. maybe I'm not naturally so much of a leader. And so that might feel harder. What do you think about that? Yeah. I think, uh, so this is something we talk about in our work often, um, at wild leaders where we do leader development with people who are just emerging leaders who are just getting into, you know, they want to be a leader one day, or maybe they found themselves in a leadership role, um, or people who are executives who have been leading for years and years and years who, um, want to continue to grow and continue to develop. And so much of who we are, um, who we see ourselves as a lot of it is actually up for grabs for development that we can grow and change so much more than we give ourselves, give ourselves credit to. So one thing that we have people do, and I'll kind of mention this again, more specifically later is, um, is have people think of the skills that they've acquired over time, the skills that you're using right now, and the skills that you need right now, or want for the future or need for the future. So there's a difference between saying, oh, I'm really good at making dinners. So of course I make dinners at home and that's just what it is. Or looking at your life and saying, my family really needs for me to cook meals at home right now. So I'm going to figure out how to do it Mm -hmm. and saying, I'm going to need to learn this skill. And I think that's even a, that's even a leadership step in itself to say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn how to do this thing. That's a need. And I'm going to step out and do it for my family. Um, learning something for your sake and the sake of those who you lead for you and for the sake of your kids. So it's not just how can I be the best me for me and do all the fun things, but what does my family need from me in this season? So how do I need to grow and change and develop, um, even edit things about myself not only for my sake, but for the sake of my kids. Um, I love your perspective on that because our world, I think about like the Instagram world and the quotes and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And the perspective is, I it seems like it's to the same 
end goal, but the process of getting there is a completely different heart process. Mm -hmm. But this is a heart of service of what can I do with where God has called me? Because God has placed me here. He has given me these children. He chose this time and place for me. What is the need that my family has and how can I serve best where God has me right now? And Lord, how can you grow me? And how mm-hmm. can I grow? I'm willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about that verse that says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working yep. for the Lord, not for men. Yep. Lord, what can I do for you in this place to do more for you? How could I serve you better? How could I yeah. pour myself out better? That's such a completely different attitude than yeah. you can grow yourself and you can be more and mm-hmm. all of that, which is our culture is all right. about being, you know, being all you can be and like the self-development yeah. kind of self-improvement mm-hmm. just kind of feels like nails on a chalkboard to me because it's yeah. all about you. And that's right. not our goal. Our goal is all no. about him. Right. And I think too, and with that, you know, not to say you just need to only look at all the things that you need to change about yourself. Cause I think there's also you know, looking at the season of life that you're in now, there's so much value in looking back at what are the things that like, think back to before you had kids, or if you find yourself, um, maybe staying at home for the first time, if you worked and now you're deciding to stay at home with your kids and thinking like, what am I going to do at home now? And, you know, I have all these other skills, but they're not applicable here. They probably are more applicable than you think. Mm -hmm. What are the, what, what are the transferable skills from different seasons or times of your life that you can look at and say, okay, what are the unique things that God has brought me through or taught me through, or the cool experiences I've had that are actually going to be, uh, make my home so unique and fun and Mm -hmm. a special place for my kids who God has put in my life Mm -hmm. that I get to lead them with my unique skills. So yes, there's probably skills that you need to develop and learn and work on so you can best serve your family, but also God has probably uniquely brought you through different seasons of life prior to having your children that has really uniquely equipped you to create a really special home and environment for your family. So I think that's something to recognize too. Yes. Yes. And I like that you mentioned that because my tendency is to always look at what do I need to be doing? Where do I need to be growing? And Mm -hmm. not to slow down and see, look at what God has already done. And realizing it kind of goes back to that idea that I've said so many times, if God has called you to something, then he will equip you for it. Mm -hmm. And I think about that verse that says, he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. He's already begun the work. The Mm -hmm. work's already been in progress. And so to realize that is really encouraging. And I think allows us to lean into him and him to do the work more when we feel like we don't have enough to do it. So Yeah. yeah, that's really, that's really encouraging. Okay. So let's talk about this as a calling, because I do believe that we are all called to lead in our homes and, and with women outside of our homes too, that we're all in relationships with other people. Like, like you talked about the following the leader, whether you Mm -hmm. realize it or not, you're following people Mm -hmm. and people are following you. So Mm -hmm. let's kind of compare what this looks like to a woman who's living into this calling of leadership, which is our goal versus one who maybe isn't leaning into the calling of leadership and allowing it to just sit on the back burner. Yeah. So we, we talk a lot about calling, um, in our work also. And, um, 
you know, as a Christian, obviously I view calling as God calling me into something. Um, but one thing kind of unique about it is that, uh, We've talked about how calling has shown up different theologically if you look through history, the way people talk about it. But now is the first time that anyone refers to it as my calling, my calling as a mom. And it's not really what it is because now you're viewing this as like your identity, like my calling is this. And yes, that's important, but also God calls us to different things in different seasons. And it's important to remember that. This is an active relationship of like, God is calling me to this right now. So it's not to say, you know, if you had something else you're doing before you had kids, and then now you see yourself in this place, it's not to say that was the wrong calling. And now there's this, like, it's a very active, regular thing that you should be praying to God and seeking his wisdom and what he is calling you to do. Mm -hmm. Even the way that he's calling you to show up with your kids in different seasons, as they grow and as they get older, like it's going to different things about it will shift in different times. So I think the first thing is like, are you open to listening to how God is calling you to show up for your family right now? Cause it might look different than what it has before. Um, yeah, I was, I was thinking about what you were just saying right now about that, about how our calling will change over time. Mm-hmm. Which, we did a podcast not too long ago about that idea. I think it was episode 83, somewhere around there, where we talked about following in 82. We talked about following in faith Mm -hmm. and how oftentimes when God calls us to something new, it means stepping away from something old that was a calling. And I even shared the story in that episode about when I felt God calling me to start serving moms. And I was like, Lord, what's that going to look like? And part of what it looked like was stepping away from something else. Yeah. But that didn't mean the other thing didn't count or matter. It just meant that I needed to obediently follow in a new way. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that, I think, yes, I think that as moms, I think that once you have children, I think God has called you to be a mom in a specific way because you have children now. Um, (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, it's what it is. Um, but are you listening for God's guidance um, and seeking, um, you know, with um, wise counsel from other moms mm-hmm. or with or you know that are out there that you know, or even from listening to people who give godly wisdom in the for the season that you're in, um, to to help you see what you need to do in this season of being called to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how you have been, again, uniquely equipped to care for these children that God has put in your life. Thus, he has called you to be their mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think that that's even, I think people even see that, you know, if you've adopted children or done fostering, like how has God uniquely called you in a season to be with the children that he has placed before you? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's something that needs to be really active. I think you can have children and not be listening or leaning into any kind of calling. And it's just such a miss because it's, it's something that has been so uniquely placed for you. Um, but it's, but you have to actively listen for that, seek guidance in that and, um, and change things probably too to serve Mm -hmm. that well. Yeah. There's a selflessness that comes along with it. That's a lot easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Because when you have different children too, I 
has so many times at the beginning of when we were having children, people would ask me, you know, how many kids do you think you're going to have? Cause yeah. we, we were from a family of four. So people yeah. think of that as being a lot of kids and they knew that I'm very much, I always, you know, wanted to be a mom. It wasn't a yeah. weird thing for me to enter the mom zone. So I think that people right, probably right. just assumed, Oh, you know, Christian homeschool family, they're mm-hmm. probably going to have a lot of kids too. But my answer was always, um, hopefully one at a time. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) God has uh, been gracious with that request and they have come one at a time thus far. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, but with that, you know, when they come one at a time or two at a time, if that's the case for you and you realize every child, how different their needs are and there's a refining that comes with that. And that whole idea of iron sharpening iron, I believe that God has made me more holy through every child that has been born. And it wasn't until I was having my third that I remember in my pregnancy having this realization of wondering, Lord, how are you going to grow me through Mm -hmm. this child? Mm -hmm. Because this personality is going to be different than the others and they are going to need me to serve them in different ways. And if I was so focused on what I was doing and the things that I wanted to accomplish in life or the things that I wanted to be, I mean, I would have, there's so many things that I think would be great things that I could do, but what a shame if I was doing all of those things and missing serving each of their different hearts that God has Mm -hmm. trusted me with, but it requires an intentionality Mm -hmm. And it requires a selflessness and also, also a trust because there's no guarantee that my obedience and my, my efforts and my, my daily faithfulness and the daily hard things, because it Mm -hmm. is hard. I feel like it's easy sometimes to listen to people talk and be like, oh, it's easy for them. Like it is not easy for me the day to day I'm calling on the Lord out loud multiple times in the day. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but in that, in, in that intentionality, yeah. that is seeking the Lord in leading them. Yeah. Is what I'm seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I was with that too. I was going to ask you the question, do you think it's harder to live this way? Mm. Hard versus needing to be intentional. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah. So I think, I think it definitely takes, I think it takes a lot of intentionality. And I think that that can be seemingly harder than not. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. It takes more work. It takes uh, probably a lot more time um, from whatever things that we're doing to just maybe relax or um, take a break or even just getting caught up in the kind of mundane tasks and not doing them while thinking while you're doing them. I think Mm -hmm. that, I think it can be really easy to just kind of zone out or get the things done as a mom a lot of the time. And not that that's bad. It's not bad to have, um, a household that runs, you know, if you have it, you can, you may, maybe you think, oh yeah, I'm leading well because all the things are getting done or I'm checking off all the boxes every day or, you know, we're eating this way or all these things, but it's different to lead intentionally in your home when you're also, you know, like you said, when you're, when you're thinking of it as raising disciples, as Mm -hmm. leading their hearts, not just the functionality of your home, but are you leading 
your children in a way that they, like you said, like we have all these memories of mom and dad that, you know, as we've grown up and we lead in various ways and have led in various ways and times, um, through our Mm -hmm. lives, we know that there's things that we're doing that we're totally emulating the way that they, that we observed them leading, whether or not they knew that they were teaching us some of those things by like spelling it out. Um, but so how are you showing up in those ways in the way that you love your children and the way that you do the tasks and the conversations that you have, mm-hmm. it does have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, even asking for their forgiveness to their faces, like all of these things that, that shows such leadership skills and humility and, mm-hmm. um, the way you make decisions, showing them discernment and integrity, like you're teaching them how to grow up to be leaders that other people would want to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, things that are attractive leadership qualities, how, how to be courageous and sacrificial, how to mm-hmm. be kind and how to have conviction about the things that you stand for. Like all of these things don't just show up one day. It's not right. just like, oh, we lucked out and had a great kid. Look how they showed up <laughs> or like how they grew we up taught. Yeah. We went through the ABCs yeah. of character. And so exactly. they grew that yeah, character. They, like it's not it's from not flashcards. It's not <laughs> <No>. from, <laughs> it's not from a computer game. That's going to teach them how to be a leader. It's not any of those things. Yeah. It's, it's through watching the way that you show up in the day-to-day things through the conversations you're willing to have through the patience in the mm-hmm frustrating moments, you know, those are all the things that are going to instill that character in children, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's over time. It's over a long haul. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, it takes a lot of intentionality, but I love, um, Abby who wrote the M is for mama book. Um, she always says hard is not the same thing as bad. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so true. And I think we, we do live in a culture that views a lot of hard work as not worth it. Unless you're like making a ton of money or something like that, <laughs> but <laughs> right. um, then it, then you're like worthwhile doing these different things. But that's just not the case. Like God honors hard work mm-hmm. and He honors intentionality and He really expects it of us mm-hmm. in the roles that we're doing and I in the roles that He's placed us in. And um, and it's really it's really a dishonor to say like, oh, that's too hard. Mm-hmm. There's not. It's not really. Um, a way to live. And it's also not really fair to your kids, um, Mm -hmm. to show up in those ways. So I think, is it easy? No, but is it, is it necessary if we want to be a part of raising a a generation of courageous and sacrificial leaders? I think it's required. Yeah, I would agree a hundred percent. And I want us to kind of give some real tools that moms can kind of work through regardless of where they are in the leadership journey, because I think, again, everyone is a leader in some way or another. Every mom is leading in some form or another. And whether this idea of leadership in your home is new to you, or you would already say, oh yeah, I've been leading for a long time. You're somewhere in the journey. And so before before you jump into a few tools with everybody, I want to also go back and look at that Titus first real quick. That's Titus yeah. 2, 4 through 5, yeah. where it talks about being busy um, at home. And then it also goes about talking about being an example, older women being an example to younger women. And Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to camp on that idea for just a second as something important that women consider that we were very blessed to have a mom who was an example of a godly leader in our home. 
and what it looked like to be busy at home. Mom wasn't just at home with us. She was always doing other things. And I think so many women are wearing multiple hats, you know, working mm-hmm. a job here or working in ministry there or yeah. running a podcast, whatever it is yeah. uh, that you're doing. But your heart, your focus, your intentional place is still at home. Mm-hmm. And having older women to be an example as a mentor to to you mm-hmm. is very important. And so I would encourage women to think about whoever a woman is that you look to, that you say that is a godly woman, the way that mm-hmm. she has done things in her home. Maybe she's just a few steps ahead of you. Maybe her children are just like six years older than yours or something like that, or five years older than yours, but she's enough a season ahead that you can see the way she does it. I really admire. And I really would like, I would like to grow in those ways. Watch what things in her character you admire and ask the Lord to grow those things in you. And maybe even talk with her about some of those things. Let her encourage Mm -hmm. you. Like Titus talks about, we don't do that enough in the church. And similarly, if you are a mom who is farther along in this journey, Pray that God will make you open to being a leader. If there is a mom who is earlier in this journey of mothering and leadership, who you could be an encouragement to. So Mm -hmm. that's my big encouragement. And I know you have a few specific tools that you are going to recommend that moms can kind of use as a springboard in this idea of leadership in our home. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take from a few topics that we use in our, um, at wild leaders. So we have a wild toolkit that is a set of 10 tools. They're 10 assessments that are uniquely created by our company. Um, really spearheaded, um, inspired by my boss, Dr. McKenna. And, um, so I'm just going to kind of go over four of the 10 topics that we do. So know that there's a ton more in this. If this is interesting to you, you can go learn more about it. They'll, um, have info about that in the show notes. Um, But here's a few areas to start that wherever you are, I think these are some great questions for you to reflect on and think about. So first, I guess this is really two already in one. So that's okay. (laughs) Um, So we talk about purpose and calling. We talk about both. And so I would say define your purpose. How has God uniquely made you to be the mom of your children, your big purpose of being a mom, your unique purpose? And then define your calling for this season of your life where you are currently in right now. How has God called you to lead in your home right now? Um, Then we talked to, I talked about this earlier a little bit with some of the unique skills that you have. I would encourage you to write down two or three skills that God has gifted you with um, to equip you to lead well in this season of motherhood, skills that you already know that you have. And then write down a few skills that you maybe need to work on for your family. What do they need from you in this season? What are a few things you could work on? Then another um, area that we talk about is who are the people that you're intentionally investing in? And we talk about this with leaders across the board. So specifically for you, it's probably your child or children's names, um, your husband's name, people who you're intentionally investing in. And write down each of their names and then next to each of their names, something that you appreciate, appreciate about them, what they need from you and how you could invest in them better. And you can have a convert. And I would encourage you to have a conversation with each of them about what you wrote. Also, it'll be really special. Oh, that's so beautiful. (laughs) I'm picturing what I appreciate about each of mine. And that's just so dear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
it's a fun conversation. And even doing it with adults, you'd be surprised going to adults when we've done this with different teams or each other. And people will often say, I didn't know you saw me like that. And it's a really special moment. So would encourage you to do that. And again, these are just like a few questions from the tools. I'm just giving you a little taste of it. Um, and then the last area, which is funny, cause actually you just mentioned it, <clears throat> um, is strategic support. And, um, again, just skimming the surface, but I would encourage you to write down, um, at least a couple of names, two or three names, um, of women moms, I would think who are some strategic support for you. It doesn't mean you have to go tell them that they're on your list or that you wrote their names down or anything like that. Um, but I would encourage you try to include at least one who's in a similar season of life as you, maybe who, you know, personally, and at least one who is further along. So kind of to what you were just saying, Krista, somebody who's in, um, who has gone before you, hopefully it's someone, you know, personally that you could be watching and learning from, but if you're like, there's really no one, um, you could also look to some women that you could listen to or read a book from them. If you're like, I have no idea who is a godly counsel for me to go seek for a mom who's gone before me. There's so many great books and resources and people out there. So look, look around for that. Elizabeth Elliott has amazing podcasts you can listen to. Um, I was just going to say, listen to Elizabeth Elliott, (laughs) listen to Elizabeth Elizabeth Elliott Elliott. or read some of her books or, Uh um, so the many MS different for things. Mama book is an MS for one. Mama it's book. Great. Yeah, I'm reading that one right now. Uh, Mama Bear Apologetics has some great yeah. resources. Um, Sally so, Clarkson. Sally Clarkson. Yeah. So there's so many out there. So write down at least three names of maybe some moms who you know personally, who's the shoulder you can cry on or the person you can laugh with. Make sure you have that. But then also make sure you're learning from other moms who have gone mm-hmm. before you. Um, And then the other piece of this, if you get something out of this, we do this yearly. So don't think like I wrote all this down. And so now I'm set for the rest of my motherhood, motherhood journey. This is something (laughs) that you should regularly be kind of looking back on and thinking on what are now, where am I now? How is God calling me in this season? Now, what are the skills that I need now? Who, what do my children need from me year to year? That's going to change as you write those things Mm down. Um, And so then the final kind of questions, we always were really about questions at Wild Leaders. So I'll leave you with a question to to kind of ponder and think on as well. So what would change if you viewed your role of mom as an opportunity to intentionally lead in your home? And what if you viewed raising your children as a response to a call from God and preparing a generation of courageous and sacrificial leaders? Well, that's a wonderful way to wrap things up. I think that's an excellent thing for people to leave chewing on. So thank you so much, Megan, for being here. This is so fun. Yeah, of course. Such a treat. And thank you for sharing all of your wisdom. You have just a wealth of knowledge that I think is going to be so helpful and really put to good work. I know that this is going to be used well in many different homes. And I want to close us with a Bible verse I was thinking about as you were going through all of those questions of things we can really work on. And I will write those down in the show notes and also kind of post them in my Instagram this next week also. Mm -hmm. So people can have them as a daily reminder. Okay. Chew on this question if you didn't yet, because even one a day, just to kind of think on throughout, throughout the day so that you can really start putting leadership into practice in a new intentional way in your home, I think is great. Mm -hmm. And there is the verse I was thinking about to close us up with is Ephesians 2.10. 
It says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. And what a beautiful thing it is to think about that from the very beginning of time that God chose these children to serve at this time and place in all of history Mm -hmm. with us as their moms and how greatly he trusts us and how he will be faithful to equip us and grow us to be able to lead them well along the way. It's a wonderful thing to think about. So have a great week, friends. Look forward to being with you again next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends.